the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a, a grocery store, liquor store, and you're having trouble with cashiers, you might want to try self-checkout. Uh, Walmart does it. Home Depot does it. Costco, why not you? They'll come out, take a look at your facility, and if it fits, they'll hook you up for less than it would cost to buy a new cash register. 800-540-2149. You can provide, they also provide meat and produce scales, and you can change prices away from the store. Seven-day, 24-hour-day service. That's Southwest Point of Sale. 800-540-2149. San Diego Propane, www.st-propane.com. 619-460-1705. If you're lucky enough to live in the East County, they can hook you up. Also, West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA. Go to westautomotivegroup.com. All right, I was talking to Carl DeMaio the other day at KUSI, and I said, man, I'd love to get you on the show and you know have our listeners understand this goofy voting system that's coming up. Happy to do it. Sit back and take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I got Carl DeMaio on the line. Guy fights harder for you and I than anybody I know. And I I was so impressed with his voter guide. I downloaded it and did my ballot because I guarantee you, folks, I don't think I know three-quarters of the people that are on that ballot, and Carl does. Carl, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Good weekend to you. So I I know you never sleep, but tell the folks <laughs> how what's the easy and best way to, to – well, I know it's through your voter guide. So talk to us about the voter guide and how much time and effort and work you put into that. Sure. Well, first let me give you the website for the voter guide. It's If you live in the city, uh, the, the county of San Diego, uh, anywhere in San Diego County, uh, we've got our San Diego County voter guide at sandiegoelectionguide.org, sandiegoelectionguide.org. However, if you have friends and family who live across the state of California, we also have voter guides in other counties as well as the state as a whole at electionguidecalifornia.org, electionguidecalifornia.org. Uh, my hope is that people will not only use it for their own you know, benefit, but will share it and distribute it by giving it to their friends and family all around the state of California, all around uh, the uh, uh, San Diego County area, because you are the way we distribute the truth and get this guide into the hands of uh, the, the voters in time for the election. Now, Dave, you know how I started this was years ago when I was on the city council, um, people would ask me, hey, uh, can you help me uh, with the school board races, you know, the judge races, who are you voting for? And, you know, I, I started at the beginning of the election answering questions. By the end of the election, I had basically covered the entire uh, voter, uh, the ballot. And so I, I decided uh, probably about uh, eight to ten years ago to start putting out a voter guide proactively because I knew I was going to get asked the questions. 
And the other thing, Dave, that's interesting is that more and more often the the politicians are putting false and misleading titles on the ballot measures, and that is causing a lot of voters to be very frustrated. They they, they read the, the, the convoluted, confusing descriptions of these ballot measures, and they sense that something's not right, and they'd be correct. Um, they are worried that the politicians are trying to manipulate them into yes votes or no votes using very um, biased titles and summaries, and they're worried that they're, 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 they're hiding stuff from them. And that we're seeing is happening more and more, uh, and it's a shame because these politicians should not be lying to voters on the ballot. They should be telling the truth and letting the voters decide on each of these measures, but that's not the case anymore. So. Uh, we get a lot of voters reaching out for our voter guide because of the plain English description we give the ballot measures so people know what they're voting on. And the, hence, that's why we call it Reform California's Plain English Voter Guide uh, because it gives those plain English descriptions on the state and local propositions. We also have a lot of people worried about judges and school board races this year. Um, and we've done a lot of vetting on those positions as well as other uh, key offices up and down the ballot. So um, it takes it takes us about two and a half months to do the voter guides, and I've got a, a pretty good staff that uh, does a lot of legwork for me, and we always invite candidates to reach out and apply for the endorsements, um, but uh, 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 usually we're, we're having to go dig up information and find out what their positions have been in the past, what what, what uh, votes they've cast in the past. And um, in some cases, we never – in a race, we may not find uh, a candidate that we can actually put the gold star next to, We you know, give them a thumb, thumbs up. And that's frustrating. Um, we do note, though, that um, there's no good candidate in that race. And so every once in a while on the voter guide, you'll come to a race – and because we weren't able to find a candidate that was acceptable, uh, we we basically say you're doomed. And uh, you know people laugh when we describe it that way, but yeah, you're doomed. In this race, you're doomed. But in most races, Dave, I'm I'm pleased to say we did find good candidates that we could actually give a thumbs up to. So again, the uh, the, the voter guide is online for San Diego County residents at San Diego Election SanDiegoElectionGuide.org, and then for anyone living outside of San Diego County, they can go to ElectionGuideCalifornia.org. That's ElectionGuideCalifornia.org. Okay, so with that being said, you know when you go through it, and when you say you're doomed, is that just kind of your way of saying don't even vote for that person? Yeah, it, basically when we say you're doomed, what it means is that your your vote would be a complete waste that neither of the candidates running for office in that or if there's multiple candidates um, right. none of, none of them are worthy of your support they're going to screw you over they're, you're not going to like what they do in office uh and so in this race you're pretty much screwed you're doomed right well that's kind of how i took it and and you're right there was only one or two i think that you had made comments about that. Um, so I guess it's really 
course, it's up to us to get out and vote. I mean, we, you know, if you're going to complain, you have to vote. You can't complain without voting. So, you know, we yeah. got to get you out there. But, and I just wanted to let you know that how much I appreciated what you guys do over there, you know, because it's, it's not easy. As far as I know, there's not a whole lot of people doing voter guides. No, uh, and and some of the ones that are doing voter guides um, <laughs> are doing voter guides that send you in the wrong direction. So, for example, the San Diego Union Tribune, uh, absolutely worthless. They've gone far left wing, and um, they're supporting the very people who have done really a lot of damage to our communities. So, um, you know, and we're very clear about the criteria we use for our endorsement in candidate races, you know, there are four criteria. Number one, you have to be against uh, tax hikes. We already pay the highest taxes in the country here in California. Government has enough of our money and we don't need more taxes, particularly the mileage tax. And I know a lot of your, your car enthusiasts are very concerned about that. So gas tax, gas tax, mileage tax, um, other forms of taxation. We, are very, very um, opposed to candidates who think that the problem is that you're not paying enough money to government. Second, uh, we look at candidates who are for public safety, um, supporting law enforcement, uh, opposing the coddling of criminals. Um, public safety also includes doing something about the homeless crisis. Uh, the filth and the illegal act activity that's occurring on the streets at the by homeless people uh, because of their drug addiction, it's really not just an annoyance anymore. It, it really is a threat to public safety and public health. Uh, so safety, public safety is our second criteria. Our third criteria is we're looking for people who, particularly in the school arena, will put the uh, uh, voice of the parent uh, front and center in uh, school board deliberations and get the toxic curriculum out of the classroom, um, continue to support letter grades and testing so that we can measure the academic performance of our kids. And then the fourth area is uh, respecting our personal freedoms. Uh, and you know, things like the COVID-19 lockdowns, we, we felt really went way beyond what government has a right to do. When they're telling you, Dave, not to sit on the, the sand on the beach, that somehow that's a threat to public safety, or not to sing in church, I mean, come on, just just give it a break. So yeah. for the judge races, that issue of public um, of, of respecting personal freedoms, that's pretty key to us. So not all candidate races um, have those four issues all present, but if, if if a race does touch on one or more of those issues, we look at the candidates' positions and we give you a recommendation based upon those issues. Right. And it has nothing to do whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or an independent, right? No, no. And in fact, um, there are a lot of independents that we uh, have endorsed. And when it comes to uh, Democrats, um, you know, the, the challenge there is it's today's divisive political environment, you're either one or the other. And if you're a Democrat, you're probably pretty far left. But that being said, there are races where um, we've made an endorsement of a Democrat or We've selected a couple candidates that are definitely the worst of the bunch and said, right. definitely not this person. So right. we do evaluate Democrats, and, you know, we're happy to look at anyone's request for the, uh, the, 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 the endorsement. Hey, you want to hang in for another segment? Yeah, absolutely. My, my, my pleasure. 
Right. I'm just I'm driving I'm driving to one of our barbecue beer and ballot events right now. <laughs> I think you got you've got one coming up here in Alpine on Thursday, but we'll talk about that when we come back. We're going to take a quick break, folks. Stay tuned. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. This segment is brought to you by South Bay Auto House. You got a Mercedes Benz used, and you need a place to service it. Well, you can't beat South Bay Auto House. Twenty five years plus experience, factory trained technicians, tons of parts in the parts department. And if you're getting ready to trade your car in, give South Bay an, an opportunity to purchase that car. Probably give you more money than the dealer. South Bay Auto House. Give them a call, 619-422-6252, or go to autohousesouthbay.com. Bumper Doc Santee scratches, dings, dents, light damage. Nobody does it better. Family owned and operated, SanteeBumperDoc.com. You can call them at 619-258-0433, window tents, you name it, they do it. And last but not least, San Diego Gear and Axle, two-wheel, four-wheel, all-wheel drive. Nobody, absolutely Nobody does it better than San Diego Gear and Axle. Check them out at sdgearaxle.com. Okay, let's go back to Carl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. We're talking to Carl DeMaio, and I'm trying to unwrap this voter guide because, man, I don't know about you folks, but it's, you know, unless you're a Carl DeMaio, it's a handful. And Carl is kind enough to to call in and kind of give us a a walkthrough of of what what we're up against. And it's truly that. So, Carl, again, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. So, how how can they get away with these deceptive, not only radio ads, TV ads, or, or even in even in, in the uh, your ballot? How do how do we correct that? It seems to me like everybody would want it to say that, you know, to have plain English, but they get away with it, and no, and there doesn't seem to be any repercussion. That's right, and and let me separate those that question out into two parts. First, um, the ads that are out there, uh, whether it's a mailer or a TV ad, um, a radio ad, whatever ad, uh, it, just remember to do your homework because those ads are put up by people with a specific agenda on both sides. Um, and so ads will definitely be biased based upon who's paying for them. And the Supreme Court has rightfully they, – they, they've correctly ruled that uh, political ads, political speech is protected speech, that you have a First Amendment right to say what you want to say. I don't want government going in there saying, oh, this is misinformation. You know I, what? I, I, don't, I don't like people who spread misinformation and lie, and it happens all the time in these ads, but I certainly think that if we had government – being the arbiter of that, uh, that is not a, a good situation either. So the only defense we have is to be careful to look at who paid for the ad. And that will tell you a, an example of uh, what, uh, what persuasion they have. And also look for independent arbiters. Um, my hope is that our plain English voter guide at San Diego election org is uh, seen as a credible, um, neutral arbiter. I mean, obviously, you know my perspective. I, I say it up front. You know, hey, you know, we're against tax increases. We're for these other things. Um, but my hope is that people will see our voter guide as a helpful tool to 
um, combat the misinformation that they see on these ads. And the second thing is a bigger problem. Politicians lying to us on our ballot, and it's happening here in California increasingly because the Democrat politicians, I'm just going to call it like it is, the Democrat politicians, although no, 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 let me correct that. There are, an exam, there are a couple examples this election of Republican city councils lying to you on the ballot as well, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but you've got a, a variety of ballot measures put on the ballot with the title in summary crafted by the politicians in a very sinister and deceptive way designed to uh, manipulate voters into voting uh, for a, a specific position that they um, that they want. Um, and, and, and we have sued on this issue before. Years ago, um, I filed a lawsuit on a pension reform uh, initiative that I sponsored, and I said that um, the, the – the, I'm sorry, on, on a tax increase that I opposed, and I said that the city of San Diego was lying on the ballot, was misleading. And the judge said, you know, you may be right. It's misleading, but the California state law says that the elected politicians are the ones that get to craft the descriptions for measures on the ballot. And if you don't like the way they're describing measures on the ballot, get yourself better politicians. And wow. while that is infuriating, and I think that the judges should be empowered to discipline these politicians and clean up the mess on the ballot, um, I, I understand how the courts have ruled on this in the state of California because that's how the state constitution is written. It gives the attorney general the final authority on how the ballots are described, uh, the ballot measures are described, and he, the attorney general has been consistently deceptive on ballot measures. Uh, and then, of course, locally, it's your local governing board. Um, Typically, it's the Democrat politicians that are trying to hide tax increases uh, or try to say something's a public safety initiative when it really helps defend and protect criminals. But let me let me call out some Republicans because I, I want to be fair about this. Okay, Dave? Absolutely. On, on the ballot in El Cajon, there's Measure P. Uh, Measure P is a tax increase, but the way that Republican Mayor Bill Wells and his Republican colleagues describe Measure P, a tax increase, is should the sales tax be reduced by a half cent? And then there's a bunch of words, a bunch of gobbledygook, and then it continues. And then the sales tax be increased by a full percent. Okay, so you might, you watch what they just did, Dave Stahl. They reduce the, the, the statement starts out with, we're going to reduce the sales tax by half a percent. But then later on, after a lot of other text, it says, we're going to increase it by a full percent. So where do you end up? A tax increase of a half thing politicians in El Cajon are doing is they're trying to dupe the voters into thinking they're lowering their tax rate when, in fact, they're increasing their tax rate. And how do they get away with it? They basically say, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna take an old tax increase from the 19 uh, sorry from 2010, and we're gonna sunset that. It was only a half a percent, but now we're gonna go into a full percent increase and make that permanent. 
And so this is the sort of trickery and deception and dishonesty that's going on. And I say shame on Bill Wells and his colleagues on the, the El Cajon City Council for playing that sort of game. It's, it's, it's absolutely reprehensible. But that being said, get your, get your friends to use the voter guide at yeah. SanDiegoElectionGuide.org, and they will know what they're voting on, and they'll vote no. I mean, again, El Cajon should not be raising taxes in the middle of a hyperinflationary period. Nobody should. Not right now with, with the way things are. Um, so, okay, so we've got so, – so. Well, let me give you one more example. Let me give you okay. one more example. Sure. In the city of San Diego, there's Measure B, and Measure B is a garbage tax. It would increase taxes on homeowners by $700 a year. And Measure B is a garbage tax, but the mailers oh, – well, first, the ballot measure written by the politicians does not mention that it's a garbage tax. It simply says – here's the title. You ready for this? Yep. Relating to solid waste management. That's the title. Relating to solid waste management? Wow, how boring. You think, oh, solid waste management, whatever, I'll, I'll vote yes. No, no. It's a garbage tax, $700 per homeowner per year, and that's just the starting point. Now, on top of that, mailers have now hit mailboxes, mailed out by the government employee unions of the city of San Diego. They want the garbage tax to pass because they want that money for their salary hikes and their pension spikes. Um, they need that money to give themselves raises and expand their benefits, which are already unsustainable. But the mailer says, vote yes on Measure B. Measure B will provide you with a free trash bin at no cost to you. And it keeps saying the word, Measure B at no cost to you is the main highlight. Measure B, no cost to you. And then it says in the fine print, no cost for a plastic trash bin that they're offering you. Well, what they don't tell you is, well, there's going to be a $700 garbage tax that you will pay. Now, not a word in Measure B requires that the city provide you with a free trash bin. Um, and so this is the sort of nonsense, the deception, the lies that um, go, go on in, in these campaigns and on the ballot. And we're trying our best to get the word out, Dave. I, I you know, raised a little money from grassroots donors who put in $25, uh, $50, no big donors, and we're, we got basically grassroots supporters, and we did it one mailer so far in the city of San Diego to, to warn people that Measure B is a garbage tax, but we don't have the deep pockets that the special interests have, the lobbyists, the labor unions who get all this money from us. So it really is an uphill battle, but we hope through this voter guide at SanDiegoElectionGuide.org that we can get the truth out there. Okay, so I have another question for you because I, I couldn't wait to get you on air to ask you this. Every time you see anything, it's 47 to 50. It's 46 to 49. It's how on earth could these uh, either races or any of this be so close to 50-50 when our country that we're living in is a disaster? I can't imagine 50% of the people are okay with how things are going. I've never understood how it can be so close. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, let me, let me give you a perfect example, all right? 
$7 per gallon of gas. Right. Nobody likes that. No one at all. But you know what? You've got, and I will tell you, there is a, a, a correct side and a false side. There's a right side and a wrong side on, on the $7 a gallon of gas. When you look at the gas prices, there is no doubt. I mean, just look at the numbers, look at the money. We have the highest gas tax in the country here in the state of California at a buck twenty-nine per gallon. Right. Uh, that, and on top of that, we have so regulated and restricted the production of gas in California, uh, you know, oil, that our supply of oil is constricted. And it's worse than California, uh, United, the, the United States as a whole, because California does not hook up to the national gas, uh, uh, oil pipelines. Uh, the Democrats don't like being part of the national oil pipelines. They want to constrict the flow. So guess what we have to do? We have to import our oil mainly from the Middle East, and that foreign oil costs more money. You have to pay money to put it in a tanker and, and then transport it here to California. So there's transportation costs that are higher than the oil pipeline. And then third, when you refine oil into gas, you need a refinery. But again, California politicians, the Democrats, have restricted the number of refineries we have in California. We've not built a new refinery since 1978. Since 1978, and our refinery capacity has gone down by 30% in the last 15 years, and it gets worse. We now have a refinery that is shutting down permanently in Long Beach because it's more profitable to be a storage warehouse than it is to refine oil into gas. Now, those are the realities. That's why California's gas prices are $2 more than the national average. Um, but what do the Democrat politicians say? Democrat politicians say, oh, it's the oil companies. Right. Now, look, I'm willing to put my boot up the rear end of some Wall Street fat cat you know, the first chance I can get. But I also want to make sure that I'm going after the right boogeyman, that I'm going after the right culprit. And when you see the real driver of gas prices in California, it's uh, the Democrat policies. And if, you, <laughs> if you're angry about gas prices, you should vote against the Democrats. I don't mean to make it partisan, but I'm sorry. It, it, that, they're the ones with those policies. Um, now, the problem is that there's a good chunk of voters out there who are seduced by the argument that somehow some Wall Street fat cat is putting their thumb on the scale because it's so easy to believe. I mean, these guys are awful. But And of course, when they hear from their Democrat politician, the Democrat politician is saying, I, I'm for inclusion and diversity, and look at me. I have my personal pronouns on my email and on my social media account. And so some of those voters are actually – uh, you know, impressed by that garbage. Um, it is very frustrating, and that's why we see so many Californians fleeing the state of California because they're they're saying, "I love our our beauty out here, and my family's here, and I, I I used to be proud to be a Californian, but I can't stomach it anymore. I can't afford it anymore. I'm leaving." That's yeah. sad. I don't I don't want to leave. I don't want to flee. I want to fight. But right. as you frankly point out, there's a lot of voters that just are not getting it. Well, you know, I, I, every once in a while I'll bring this up to people, you know, and I don't know what side they're on. And when they look at me and they go, really? I didn't know that. Well, if you're not, if you don't know it, you've got to know it. You've got to get engaged. You've got to look at both sides. 
Because I'll tell you for a fact, there are some things Democrats running for office that I've listened to them speak, and some of the things they come up with, okay, that makes sense. I, I, I would, I could go with that. And then there's things that I don't agree with, and the same thing with Republicans. And I think that's what the public needs to do. And I think that's why it's so important. People need to support you every way possible, because right now. I can't think of anybody, you know, you kind of remind me of Turco, you know, from KUSI. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, Mike. Mike's a good friend. Yeah, and wh- who else is doing it? I get phone calls all the time. I just had this happen. Who who do I call? I said, there isn't anybody to call anymore. Turco's gone. He, he's on vacation. And, and you know, we get those emails. I, I haven't been on the city council since 2012, and yet I still get emails from people Saying, Carl, can you help me with the pothole? Can you? And I, I, I gladly help. Um, the sad thing is that the city of San Diego bureaucracy uh, doesn't give a rip about your service request. It, it's very difficult to get them to do anything. Um, I know some of the good staff that are still there that are willing to help out, and they they kindly um, take up the case and and, and resolve it. But uh, it has been very frustrating to watch. Um, the, the politics in California slide. But hopefully with this voter guide at San Diego election org, we can get the word out and get people um, more informed and, and open their eyes. All right. Carl, I can't thank you enough for taking time out. Uh, Cause I mean, I, I wasn't going to try to talk about this on air. Cause I, I'm just not as knowledgeable as you are. And I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I'll probably run this more than once right up to the election just to keep it, keep it keep it out there keep keep people knowing what's going on uh and let's just uh we just got to get a group together we got to all stay together i'm staying in california i'm not going anywhere me and, too but, me too yeah. so let's fight the fight my friend by the way if people want to come to some of our barbecue beer and ballot events and bring their friends and have their eyes opened up um we have a free list of all the events locations and dates but you do need a ticket. You need to register to get a ticket. It's free. Go to reformcalifornia.org. That's reformcalifornia.org, and click under events. Right. And like I said, folks, don't complain unless you get involved. And and that means go to go to these barbecue and beer events. Go listen to these people talk. And that's the only way. That's the only way we're going to make a change. All right, buddy. Yep. Thank you again. All right. Take care. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. The segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue in lovely La Mesa, Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved, can't beat it. Go to johnsandiegoautorepair.com, johnsandiegoautorepair.com. Well, I hope you got something out of the Carl DeMaio interview. Uh, I thought it was worthwhile and it was worth putting on air, but... I have a very special guest in the house. He's in a little early, Michael Schwartz with San Diego County Gun Owners. He also has a a voter guide, and he's done an awful lot of work vetting these people. Made some people mad, made some people happy. Other people say, well, how come you... (laughs) But Michael has a very strong vetting process. He'll tell you right to your face, he's not Democrat, he's not Republican, he's not Independent. He's for the people. Michael, welcome to the show. How you doing? Good. So you put an awful lot of time, work, and effort into your voter guide. I I, I truly believe that 
out of all the organizations, everybody in the county, we vet candidates more thoroughly mm-hmm. and more fairly than anybody. Right. Um, you know, with with the only the only rival I would say is uh, is Carl DeMaio. He does right. a fantastic job too. Yeah, different focus, right? Um, and he is he's a Republican. He's on the Republican Central Committee, so he's gonna, we're going to come up with with some different results sometimes. Right. But he does a great job. But I really truly I would put our vetting process. You know, and it's not just a, you know, hey, are you good on guns? You know? Okay, yeah. well, we're done. Which I, everybody thinks that's your your main premise is guns and Second Amendment. Yeah, and that's it. We're just some gun club, right. you know? And that's, it, it's way more complicated. Farthest thing from the truth. Um, now, if they aren't good on Second Amendment issues, then, you know, they don't make it to the next round. So, uh, they have to be really good. They have to be solidly good on, on Second Amendment issues. Right. They have to know what they're talking about. Or they have to have the wisdom to say, hey, you know what? I don't understand those details, but philosophically, you know, foundationally, I agree. So let's right. let's talk about the details and let's see if we if we match up. You actually bring a conversation back to the table where nobody seems to be able to have a conversation. I well, I I appreciate that, and I, I agree. I really, you know, and I don't I don't care what political party they belong to. Right. Um, I don't really care where they stand on any other issue, but San Diego County Gunners, we get to the bottom. Are they really, truly with us philosophically on uh, the Second Amendment? And a prime example is the run for sheriff. Yes. I mean, you have endorsed a Democrat, uh, Ms. Martinez. Yep. And Proudly. Proudly. And we've interviewed her on, on Gun Owners Radio. Yep. Proudly. And she just, she seems to mark all the boxes, just happens to be a Democrat. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's one place where uh, Carl's voter guide this time around, you know, with Reform uh, California and our voter guide with San Diego County Gun Owners, that's one of the rare places where we uh, differ. Uh, we differ, right? Um, he, we, he, the, it, and it's she's definitely the pro Second Amendment uh, candidate in the sheriff's race. I mean, without question. Yeah, and it's, it's funny, not even close. It's funny because people think, well, if you're Democrat, you're automatically against the Second Amendment, which is farthest thing from the truth. There are some good Democrats that have good ideas, good policies, and there's some bad Republicans with bad policies. Yeah. and are not on the on the right page as far as we're concerned when it comes to First and Second Amendment. Yeah, I've been doing this professionally for seven years. I've been doing this, uh, you know. Prior to that, I was I was uh, doing it voluntarily for I don't remember maybe maybe I don't know ten years something right. like that. And there's one thing I've definitely learned: if you are a Democrat, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're against mm-hmm. the Second Amendment. If you're a Republican, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're for the Second Amendment. Everyone says they're pro pro Second Amendment. Oh, I support the Second Amendment. Hillary Clinton said she was. You know, mm-hmm. supported the Second Amendment. Right. Obama said he supported the Second Amendment. Um, you know, the devil's in the detail. It's all about the nuance. So, uh, yeah, the Hammerling uh, really, really screwed up uh, in, in professionally in his career before he ran for sheriff. Um, he was championing a pretty extreme policy that, that would take guns away from people that have not committed a crime. Right. And we, we went into that years ago with an open mind we said mm-hmm. okay these gun violence restraining orders talk to us you know what exactly do they do how exactly do they work and we've determined that no this is not good for gun owners um and he so it's not just that he 
likes them or that he executed a few of them. What he did is he took it upon himself, which was way outside of the scope of his job, uh, to get a grant from the state to to basically make these gun violence restraining orders standard operating procedure in in other law enforcement agencies rather than just a red flag law. Right. So a red flag law means, hey, you know what? We think this person might be a danger. Let's take some extra steps and figure out what's going on. No, he took that, that was the intent of the gun violence restraining orders. He took these gun violence restraining orders and taught other uh, uh, law enforcement departments to use them anytime a gun's being used. Anytime there's a gun being used, let's do a gun violence restraining order. It's extreme, it, and it's horrible. Right. And when we had him on the show, we interviewed him on the radio, and we asked him about it. He said, no, 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 you don't understand. These are good for gun owners. I said, all right, we're, we're done with that. Yeah. You know, he, that, that pretty much, you know. And he couldn't explain it. He, he said they were good, but that's as far as he went couldn't explain it and then things just got worse and worse and worse i kept digging found out that he was just he he he's all kinds of horrible you know it's not just on the second amendment but in his position in his job he'd, he'd done some things like he sent uh you know the 101 ash street controversy downtown where the city was renting a building and they or they bought a building or whatever and it, it was this really horrible investment and there was, it was all kinds of of ugly well, he uh, there was an NBC reporter that was investigating that, and uh, they basically said, "Here's the story we're gonna we're gonna talk about, uh, or we're gonna we're gonna publish." And Hammerling sent a threatening uh, letter to this to this reporter and said that they were gonna uh, take action against this reporter if they if they published the story. Well, that gets such a backlash that uh, Mara Elliott, who's, who's as extreme as they come, mm-hmm. um, you know, she said, okay, whoa, 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 this is too far. And he got his, his hand slapped. He really, truly, we, we, and we're the only group that uncovered this and was talking about it. No one else is talking about this with Hammerling. So again, our vetting process is extremely thorough and it's not just, Hey, do you like guns? Okay. Well, you know, well then we'll endorse you. It's way more complicated than that way more right. sophisticated than that. Um, meanwhile, Kelly Martinez, even before there was a big Supreme Court uh, decision that, that made it uh, easier for people to get a, a, a carry permit, even before that happened, she was, she's been great. Mm-hmm. You know, call and talk to her, uh, send her an email, say, hey, we have a concern. She wants to help. You know, let's figure this out. What can we do to improve? What can we do to make a better department? And she's actually done it. She's done, well, she's done it and more. Right. So, right. you know, things that... Concerns that we've had, things that were important to us, and I got to tell you, um, we, we, you know, she was a uh, put in the position of under sheriff, and I was skeptical right off the bat. I'm skeptical of everybody, mm. you know. That's so true. I, I mean, really, truly, yeah, like, really my 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 default position is I don't. This person isn't right. going to work out. You know, <laughs> prove <laughs> they, to me that you will. Really, truly, yeah. And we put her through. I put her through the the ringer. I really tested her. And, we did her on radio too. Uh, yeah, and she she's really great. She's really we we have a an opportunity to hire somebody to be our sheriff to elect somebody to be our sheriff who really knows what they're doing and is mm-hmm. going to do a good job. So right. I'm I'm pretty excited about. It. I'm not. This isn't the you know the better of two evils. This is somebody that we have a really unique opportunity right. to get somebody in the sheriff's department that really knows what's going on and they're really going to do a good job. And I think the people under her, the people that work for her, feel the same way. She got well. She got the endorsement of the DSA, the Deputy Sheriff's Association. That's they represent the rank That's rank huge. and file. Yeah. Um, they've been putting a lot of money into her race. They do not like Hammerling. They didn't like any of the other candidates at all, uh, some of which were career law enforcement. 
Um, and, you know, that says a lot when your right. rank and file says, yep, this is our person. I think that's worth listening to. I think so, too. And just just to clarify, the only difference between Michael's uh, guide and Carl's, Carl's does a whole state of California. Yeah, he does the state of California. You do right here in San Diego County. We do. And if we don't have a candidate, um, you know, if there's a race where there's just no one we like, then we don't weigh in. Oh, you that's know? why I couldn't find a couple people. Yeah. So if you're, if you're looking, if you live in a particular city, like, for example, um, oh, like Solana Beach. Okay. There's nobody running in Solana Beach, you know, that's worth, worth. Our, our time or effort. Right. So we didn't just pick the worst of two evils. Right. Um, we just said, you know what? Nobody there deserves your vote. Nobody there deserves your, your So you effort. don't do like Carl does. In that instance, you're doomed. <laughs> have you seen that on <laughs> Yeah, here? I have, yeah. I go, Carl, what is up with you're doomed? I mean, that's not a real positive, upbeat. He says, but you are. You're doomed. Yeah. If you vote for either one of them, you're doomed. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're single issue, which is different from from yes. many voter guides, right? Um, but that doesn't limit us to that doesn't affect the quality of people that we pick. Right. I guess that's the best way of putting it. Um, so we're 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 very focused, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we give up on quality. In fact, I think that we're we have a higher bar when it comes to quality. When I see, especially the parties, right? I, you really you 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 can't just trust the parties. No, you can't no, just no, look no. at the, their voter guide and say, "Hey, you know what? They've done all the things we need right. them to do." Who's running against Mansion right now? A young lady, uh, uh, Christy Bruce Lane. So she was on KUSI this morning. Yeah, you know. And so you know me, I'm always sticking my nose in, into it. I said, "Hey, you know that Michael Schwartz? That guy is fantastic." Yeah, so all she kept doing is ran raving and <laughs> proud as a peacock. She says. <laughs> They endorsed me too. Yeah. So well, it's gotten to the point where your endorsement means a lot. And that she's not the first person that has been excited about the fact that San Diego County gun owners has endorsed him, which I think is a feather in your cap for sure. Yeah. We so I endorsed her personally. The the right. or, yeah, the organization doesn't uh endorse on a state level. Although honestly, we're talking about doing it next round. I think you should. But the idea just what, more work. Well, yeah. <laughs> The idea, and you know how much free time I have. Oh, of course. You have nothing else to do. The idea originally was, hey, you know what? There's too much emphasis on the on the top of the ticket. Right. You know, people, everybody pays attention to president, you know, and then as you kind of move down the ticket, people stop paying attention. Right. So we really truly wanted to refocus people onto these local boards and councils that mean so much in everybody's life. And school boards. And school boards. Yeah, we have a few school board members. I didn't know anybody on your... Except for, you know, one or two people that I knew on your guide, and thank God, you know, they were there, and I and I could feel comfortable enough to vote for them because of the hard work you did. Yeah, we we are very proud of our school board members on the voter guide, but I think what we're going to do is I think we're going to partner with a state organization, like a pro Second Amendment state organization. Oh, okay, and basically. Who, you know say hey who'd you guys endorse kind of mirror them that's yeah, yeah that's what we're gonna do um so it wouldn't be as much work and we'd you know we'd it'd be simpatico with with other mm-hmm. organizations but yeah school board um you know when people ask uh there are there are issues there are second amendment issues on school board all the time yes indeed you know i i get feedback like well that, that's it's a that's a federal issue why would you worry about school boards no nope, it's absolutely i mean from uh, we we there's I, I can't give too many details, but there is a school board right now that's fighting to keep they they have an armed security guard mm-hmm. 
and they the school board there's a fight over whether or not this security guard can be armed in the school and and they they even there's a, one of the fathers of of the kids is, is a chp officer mm-hmm. and they and he came to a, an event pick up his kid at school or something like that in his uniform and they said okay he can't carry his 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 firearm on on campus because we don't like that okay well that's that's ridiculous. That's totally ridiculous. <laughs> That's as ridiculous as it comes. And that is absolutely a Second Amendment issue. So, uh, you know, we do, we dig down into the uh, right. school board level. We pick, again, high quality. There's a guy, I don't know if you know Andrew Hayes out in Lakeside. Yes. Great guy. Yes. And I think, uh, honestly, he's going to move up. He's going to move into higher office because he's doing such a great job at school board. But right now, he's laser focused on school board and he's doing a great job and he deserves people's help. Right. I, to common sense. A soft target like a school yeah. should be protected. Why not? I mean, you're advertising to the criminals, the mentally insane, the people that just want to do damage. Oh, by the way, here's a target you can go after because it's not protected. And it's children. We, we protect uh, famous people. We protect uh, money with with uh, armed armed guards. Why you know? not our children? Yeah. But why not our children? Uh, it just and you know, and that's an argument that the the other side can't can't defend. And that the, they're only the only and it's it's just for the other side. Mm-hmm. It's 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 purely an anti gun issue. That's all it is. Has it, nothing you know, to do with anything else. No, it, it's not that they're unsafe or untrained no. or anything mm-hmm. like that. There's no incident that happened. They just don't like the image. Perfect. They don't like the optics. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the optics of a uh, child being unprotected, that's way worse yeah. in my opinion. And look at all the people that are against, you know, gun ownership, but yet they've got $60,000 a year security. Yeah, right. Okay, it may not be their gun, right. but they got enough gorillas around them that they don't have to worry about it, which it just makes absolutely no sense. You should, if they don't want guns, then they shouldn't have guns. Yeah, and one of the things I think that's one of the things I, I like best about our organization is there are so many people out there that are pro Second Amendment, mm. they're pro firearm, maybe you know just for sport or for protection, for whatever reason, whatever. And they kind of felt like they were out on their own little island. Right. No one, there was no one there that they could relate to, and they're coming out of the woodwork and they're getting involved in San Diego County right. Gunners. They're voting for our county. And there are some Democrats. Democrats, see, libertarians. Not, yeah, see, a lot of people think oh, it's state. all about the Republicans. No, 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 no. People that want. Remember, we had that story where a guy came in to get a gun, and they told me I had to wait ten days. Yeah. He goes, "What do you mean I got to wait ten days? I don't want to wait ten days. I want to get my gun out." Well, guess what? Well, in Republicans, it's almost like it's it's an accessory for a lot of Republicans. They yeah. say they like the Second Amendment, right? You know, they wear it like they wear their red tie. Yeah, you know. But when it comes down to it, and you start talking to them. Well, I don't think those certain kinds of people, or I don't think that, not yeah. just anybody. You know, yeah. they start, whenever you hear somebody say, I support the Second Amendment, but yeah. that well, the that, rest of it is, I don't support the Second Amendment. Exactly. <laughs> Michael, I, I'm, I'm very impressed that you, you took time to come in. I, I really appreciate it. You bet. You're going to hang around till 4 o'clock because we'll have Gun Owners Radio with a whole yep. lot more. Great lineup today. Uh, looking forward to it. And I knew any time I stuck a mic in your face, you'd be happy. I'll just start talking. I just had a funny That and a Claire. Thank you. <laughs> Wasn't sure which you liked the most. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Guess what, folks? You ought to know. Coming up next, a whole lot right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.